Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. In today's episode, I'm talking about anxiety and the storm of trying to control others. Now, maybe you don't deal with this, but many people in the anxiety circles, people that are struggling with too much stress and too much panic and all kinds of things that are going on swirling in their heads are thinking that if they could just control the people around them, they could actually feel more calm, more at ease, and could get through the days a little bit better. Can you relate to this inner conversation? Maybe you've had it. If so-and-so would just do what I suggest or say, I could relax and I could be okay. Or maybe you've had this one going on in your head. If they did this and such, it would eliminate so many problems down the road. Or perhaps you've had both of those conversations. I know I have. And I am telling you, it's a horrible place to be, to think that that is your way to peace and calm, because it isn't. So we're in good company here, because most people have had one or both of these kinds of things swirling around in their minds. And This type of thinking only causes us pain and distress, frustration, and relationship struggles. Attempts to control can become compulsive. We can get caught in that trap. Control is an attempt to reduce our anxiety by trying to cover all the bases of as many possible problems and situations as we can conjure up in our heads. And wait, how many of those situations can we come up with in our heads? Our anxious minds can come up with so many problems, so many bases that need to be covered. It's exhausting. The person controlling has the feeling that they are preventing disasters by obsessively focusing on the potential problems that they believe will come to pass if they let their guard down. I want to ask you, have you ever had that feeling? If I let my guard down, something horrible is going to happen. If I let my guard down, the world will fall apart. If I let my guard down, something is going to happen that's very bad and it will be my fault. Believe me, this is not uncommon to be worried about these things. So I want to take a look today at seven ways that can help you to curb 
trying to control others and their behaviors because it doesn't work. It's a trap and you can become actually obsessive about that type of thinking. Then it's even harder to get out of. So let's nip this in the bud. The first one I have is mindfully assess each situation. Ask, is this action I am taking helping for the long run? If the answer is no, consider taking another option, like letting the whole thing just be, dropping the rope of control, and see how things play out without your intervention. This is experimenting, and I know it feels edgy, right? Like, I can't do that. You think you can do it, and then you get there, and it's like really hard. I know. But use it as an experiment. You can't do it right or wrong. You're just experimenting with yourself to see what could happen. The second one is get used to seeing your micromanaging as a part of your anxiety. A lot of people don't connect the two. Remember to view it non-judgmentally. Consider slowing your reactions down so you can make more of a mindful response. If one is even needed at all, sometimes we don't need, we don't need to react or respond, but we do because we're trying to control the situation. This is akin to breaking a bad habit. It takes time. So give yourself compassion and something constructive to do when this urge appears. When that urge arises, you have to do something constructive, even if that means playing a game on your phone, if that means going and reading an article that you put in your inbox, you set aside in your inbox to read later. Uh, the urge comes up, go do something constructive, give your mind something to do. The third tip is, this is a good place to use distraction. As you Learn to back out of controlling behaviors. Drop the rope of control and go for a walk. Doing something lightly physical is a very good thing to do. Read an inspirational quote book. File your nails. Do a Sudoku puzzle or whatever quick distraction you can find. Now, we're not going to go on the distraction train and and have that be our new mode, but we're going to use distraction here and there when that urge arises to break the habit. And if you mix it up and use different distractions, you won't get sucked into doing the same thing and have a whole new habit that you're going to have to break. The fourth tip that I have for you is restrain from helping fixing, or advising adults unless you are asked for help. I know this is a tough one. It's a tough one for a lot of us, even when we're not real anxious or having any panic whatsoever. Boy, does that urge come up to help, to fix, to advise adults. We're talking not not children. You are in charge of your children. But when you are talking and working with another adult and they are not coming to you for help, they maybe are just venting. Let them just vent. It's okay. You don't have to use the control mechanism that is so alive and well in you to iron out also their problems. The fifth one I have is, remember, we all make mistakes 
And changing this controlling behavior will take more than realizing that it's a problem to do it, to make the changes. You can't just hear me talk about it, realize you do it, and then it's done. We change at our own speed and in our own way. Let others change at their own speed and in their own way too. As difficult as it is to sit with that, to watch that, to be with that, let people change at their own speed. We all learn from our mistakes. Let other people learn too. Have you tried One Skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 Face Moisturizer and OS1 Eye Cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The sixth one I have is sit with the discomfort of not helping. It's going to feel uncomfortable. Yeah, it's really hard. I know. I know. (laughs) This may very well trigger more anxiety for you as it feels very stressful to let others fail or make mistakes that we clearly see a way around. Remember, you are now freeing up time and energy that can be used for your own changes and your own corrections. Be kind to yourself. This is really big stuff. You can do this by realizing that often the focus that we have on other people and their situations and fixing their problems is because we don't want the light to shine on our own. It's like we got one flashlight and we're going to flash it over and look at their stuff. And we don't want to turn it around and look at ours because it's much easier to make suggestions for other people to fix their things But when we shine it on ourselves is when we can really start to make some progress. And we don't have the wherewithal to do both. So let go of other people's problems and your controlling of their actions that you feel are causing you problems. Of course, you can have conversations with people. These things need to be talked about, but not controlling them going to talk as adults to people, discussing, laying out what you want and what's important to you and what you see could help you 
that takes us back to the other show we did recently where we were talking about sharing your anxiety with other people. There's a lot of things that we can do, but we don't want to be pushy and controlling other people. Many times our control comes out in it's very manipulative. People don't even know that we're controlling them. So you want to be really careful with this because it is not good for relationships. And the seventh one I have for you is to find support. Why not get some help for yourself? You're worth it. You really are. And this is not an easy journey. Listen to lectures and podcasts. Join a support group for your anxiety. You can join ours at anxietycoachespodcast.com slash group dash coaching. Or you can work on your codependency issues, which a lot of this is that controlling, needing to control others and being in other people's business. A lot of this is codependency issues. You can do that with some 12 step work with either Al-Anon or CODA. You can get a therapist or a coach to walk with as you unwind this urge to control others. It's not easy, but it is well worth your effort. Remember, you want to mindfully assess each situation that comes up. That means you're not going to be reacting. You want to slow things down. You want to get used to seeing your micromanaging as a part of your anxiety. Remember, that is anxious behavior. So be gentle with yourself. It's a part of your anxiety. And you want to be able to use a little bit of distraction. When the urge comes up, that's not a time to sit down and try to meditate through it. I have talked about this a number of times. That's not when we sit down to meditate. Meditation is our regular practice. That is like taking our vitamins. That helps us stay healthy. But when we are feeling that urge come up, we want to do something where the mind is busy. And that may mean just getting right back to work and taking care of your own business, right? Minding our own business. Or it may mean going for a walk or feeding the dog, or right? There's many things that we can do, doing a puzzle. But it is not the time to sit down for our meditation. That is what we do as a preventative action. And we do that on a regular basis. These little distractions can really help you, especially if you mix them up. Remember, we don't want to do the same thing over and over and get caught in a habit because we don't need a habit. We can actually step out of the urge and do something constructive. Most of us have many things that need to get done. Maybe we could cross something off our to-do list. I want you to restrain from helping, fixing, or advising adults unless you are asked for help. And I also want you to remember that we all make mistakes and that changing this behavior is going to take effort. It's going to be uncomfortable, but that you can do it. And that it's okay that not only that you make mistakes and you can be okay with it, that it's okay that others make mistakes Yes, sometimes that causes us some pain or distress, but that is not our job to foresee that and to control it and to manipulate the situation. That is not our job. We have to let the chips fall where they may. 
then we deal with what we can do. There is no way for things to be perfect. Even if we take control, you know things don't always turn out perfectly. We don't have all the answers. It's an anxious behavior to try to iron everything out ahead of time. And remember that we all make mistakes and that changing this is a lot more energy than you might even realize, and that we're going to have to go at our own speed. Just like when you drop the rope of steering everybody else around, pulling them around, when you drop the rope, they're going to go their own way. And we're going to have to deal with the changes that other people make at their own speed in their own timing, making their own mistakes. But once we've dropped the rope, we have so much more energy to deal with it. It's okay. And you know what? In the long run, everyone is so much happier. And isn't that what we're trying to get to? I also want you to remember to sit with the discomfort of not helping when it doesn't feel comfortable. But I want you to remember, okay, this discomfort is okay. I can do this. And be kind to yourself as you continue making these shifts. And finally, yes, do find support. Again, we are here for you. Tune into the show for more support. Like I said, you can go to 12-step groups, CODA. You can go to Al-Anon. If you have substance abuse issues, you can go to AA. You can get your therapist or a coach. You can join our group. Uh, it's a wonderful place for people to begin to support each other. It's like, I'm always in there. Yes. And I'm always, you tag me in there. I'm on it. I will be answering. And I comment quite often, but I also love the peer to peer support is phenomenal. You all talk to each other in a way that can only be heard peer-to-peer. They couldn't come from a therapist or a coach. It's so important. It makes you so strong, not only to get peer support, but when you give peer support, you are making your changes that you are talking about to this other person concrete. That's a place, our group, our Facebook group, where people ask questions. They want help. That's the place for you to go and do your helping, not with the adults in our life that are not asking for help, but come to the group. And when people ask for support and help, that is when you can actually jump in and share what is working for you and how it can help them too. I hope this show has been helpful and I look forward to hearing from you. And now for today's quote. I used to spend so much time reacting and responding to everyone else that my life had no direction. Other people's lives, problems, and wants set the course for my life. Once I realized it was okay for me to think about and identify what I wanted, remarkable things began to take place in my life. And that's from Melody Beattie. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at theanxietycoachespodcast.com.